Hello then, and welcome back to the Real Madrid podcast, where we round up all of the news, rumour and speculation over the last week. And today begins with the fallout from Madrid's sixth defeat of the season last night, away in Seville. Well, Kiev and the Champions League final is given as the excuse for that 3-2 loss to Sevilla last night. It was far from anything close, remember, to a first-choice 11-8 changes made from the El Clasico lineup. And that said, Madrid dominated possession overall, created as many chances as Sevilla, but going 2-0 down. And then seeing Sergio Ramos miss that penalty before Ramos himself scored an own goal. The game was really over before Mayoral. And then Ramos atoned with that penalty he grabbed very late on. Zidane refused to blame the 11 that he put out there last night. These, he said, are good players. We've had many games to play in recent weeks and I have to rest some. We have a final coming up. I have to make these tough decisions. So Real Madrid stayed third, three points off Atletico with two games left to play Celta Viga of Villarreal on the final day of the season. Now, of more concern to Berez and Zidane, despite the fact that this wasn't a first-choice 11, is again the defensive performance. 42 goals now conceded this season, which is 22 more than Atletico and even Getafe have got a better defensive record in La Liga this year than Real Madrid. Now, if Cristiano Ronaldo is a little frosty this morning, it may well be because he slipped from the top of the social media charts for the first time, having been taken over by the king of esports, Tyler Blevins. Uh, Ronaldo managed 139.3 million social interactions in April. Blevins romped ahead with 150 million. Ronaldo, though, is still king in terms of followers. 318.9 million followers across all the social media platforms, significantly in advance of any other sportsman, including Leo Messi, of course. But he is obviously buoyed by the fact that he has a new role as a cartoon superhero in a new animated feature called Striker Force 7. Uh, and when he's not doing that, of course, he'll be hard at work producing a series on football or the Facebook watch platform. So busy, busy time for Cristiano Ronaldo off the field. Back on the field, Samuel Untiti's stalemate at Barcelona continues with no sign that Barcelona are prepared to give in to his demands of a full contract review and pay rise. Perez just waiting for his moment to step in. Remember the 60 million release clause he will be more than happy to meet. Juventus, it said, are plotting to take revenge on Real Madrid. They still feel bitter, remember, about their Champions League exit. And with Allegri's future up in the air, the focus of attention in the Italian media is Zinedine Zidane himself. And this could be the perfect bargaining tool, really, for Zidane as well. If Perez sees others cover his current coach, well, maybe he might give in to some of Zidane's requests, notably no Neymar, and bring in Hazard and Courtois from Chelsea. That is, of course, if he wants to keep Zidane. Now, Neymar himself is occupying quite a lot of the press over the last few days. Uh, does Isco stay or does he go? Well, if Neymar is to come, then he stays. The Brazilian has already let Perez know that uh, he wants him to stay, and not only as part of the squad, he wants him in the starting eleven. He sees him playing the kind of role that Iniesta did whilst he was at Barcelona. 
And with all the talk of new partners for Ramos and Umtiti's arrival, Ramos himself is concerned that they're about to lose Rafael Varane to Manchester United. They have a £70 million bid on the table, plus an improvement in his salary, plus the other big draw is that he gets to team up again with Jose Mourinho. Well, Antoine Griezmann is not a happy man at the moment, not happy with Barcelona, and he's certainly not happy with Messi or Suarez, neither of whom, it's said, are happy at his potential arrival this summer. And with Atletico keen on signing either Morata, Cavani or even Di Maria, Griezmann could be left out in limbo. What's not going down well in Barcelona is the constant drip feed into the media of quotes from Griezmann over the years professing his preference of Real Madrid over Barcelona. A few more details on Benzema's exit at the end of the season. He's let it be known that his conditions have not changed in any way despite the last couple of weeks and his name being in the headlines. A top club from Premier League, from La Liga, from Serie A or even PSG. And he will also not sacrifice a single euro of his current salary. So if there is any shortfall, Madrid must make it up. If they don't, then Benzema's threat to Perez is quite simple. I will stay until 2021. Former Real Madrid player Paul Breitner was quoted from German TV talking about next season of Real Madrid. Neymar, he said, will be a very important player for them next season. Well, the big question was after that, does he know something that everybody else doesn't? Gareth Bale's goal in El Clasico has given his confidence a huge boost ahead of the Champions League final. He believes now that there is a fighting chance at least that he could make the starting 11 against Liverpool in the Champions League final. Talking of which, if you can't make it to the final, then why not head down to the Bernabeu, where the club will install giant screens for fans to congregate and to watch. And on the subject of the Bernabeu, the budget for its refurb is expected to come in at around 400 million euros. It's expected to be finished in 2022 and it will include a fully retractable roof and a luxury hotel built inside the stadium. Now, earlier in the week, Neymar X reported the deal is done. It is set up. The fee, 260 million. That is what Madrid must come up with. The biggest problem for Perez remains. Now, stubborn Benzema and Bale are at simply refusing to make Perez's job easier by just accepting their fate and going to the venue that suits Madrid best. It's a case of who backs down first. Perez would dearly love Bale to go to Liverpool as either part of the Salah deal or to Spurs as part of a deal to sign Harry Kane. Until he gets clarity from Bale himself, the summer dealing season could be a slow burn. Another potential worry on the Salah move is that Jurgen Klopp would like to take Dembele, the 20-year-old French international, hasn't really hit the ground running in his first season at Barcelona after signing from Borussia Dortmund, where he'd only been there for a year following that breakout year in 2015-16 at Rennes. In other reports, Klopp has allegedly asked for Bale, Kovacic and Keylor Navas as part of any potential deal. Now, those Neymar stories are popping up every day, really, over the past week. And onto those who've made it quite public that they would rather not see the Brazilian at Bernabeu. Now, could his arrival put Zidane's position in jeopardy? As he stated yet again over the last week, 
he doesn't fit his plans. Well, if he fits Perez's plans, who is going to give in first? Uh, Asensio fears his progression will be affected significantly as well. He may want to push through a move away. Remember, Perez has already brushed aside any club showing interest in him. And then, of course, there is Ronaldo, who, despite the season that he's had, Perez still views as a player with very limited time left. So to sacrifice Ronaldo, who has maybe one or two seasons left at the very highest level, for somebody who has potentially five, seems for Perev anyway to be something of a no-brainer. Well, there was plenty of fallout, as you would expect, from El Clasico over the press to mull over and sink their teeth into. No surprise, the Madrid press main topic was the scandalous officiating. Of course, the nights began with controversy as there was no guard of honour provided by Madrid, which in reality was of little surprise or concern to most. Plus, there was the captain, Sergio Ramos, who was accusing Leo Messi of putting undue pressure on the referee. In the end, though, showing the skills of a seasoned diplomat, Zinedine Zidane brushed away all those who tried to lure him into making comments that he would regret later. Football, he said, is the most important thing more than all of the controversies. On the game, he said, we saw a good game and those who came to see a good game will be very happy. On the referee, it was difficult for him, but I'm not getting involved. I'm not talking about referees. Now, the highlight for many, really, was Zinedine Zidane pictures standing in the players' tunnel waiting for Iniesta to emerge to give him a goodbye hug. This, remember, after the earlier comments praising the quality of Iniesta, not only as a player, but as a person earlier this month. A really great gesture from the Real Madrid coach. What else was picked and chewed over was Madrid target Mo Salah playing a third game in a row in which he didn't score a goal for Liverpool at the weekend in their loss to Chelsea. Not a surprise, obviously, to be seeing his every performance analysed in detail. No surprise, really, when you consider exactly how much money Liverpool want from Real Madrid if they want to sign him. Robert Lewandowski was in the news after his less-than-enthusiastic response to being substituted at the weekend. Jepanke's response was quite plain and simple. I'm the boss, nobody else. Former World Cup winner and general all-round legend Paul Breitner added, he hasn't learned what respect for the coach is. He has a real problem taking criticism. For most, though, all this is simply posturing from Lewandowski as he tries to push through a move from Bayern Munich this summer to Real Madrid, although his recent performances, especially against Madrid in the Champions League, haven't really done him any favours at all. Now, it said that Perez arrived for that Clasico in a bullion move where he made plain his views to his Barcelona opposites that signing Samuel and Titi was one of their summer objectives. Now, Barcelona don't offer him the money that he wants. Madrid will, and he will move to the Bernabeu. So the ball in Barca's court, if they want to keep Umtiti, they simply have to pay. And all this, of course, does nothing to ease the already tense relations between the two clubs. As we said, though, it's not all good news for Real Madrid. Uh, they look set to miss out on Antoine Griezmann, despite what we said earlier. He's been offered £15 million per season, the same money as Luis Suarez, to join Barcelona. Sounds good? Well, not quite, because Griezmann would like the 15 to be 18, which is what, incidentally, Manchester United have offered him. 
Now, the saga with one of Zidane's favoured signings, Eden Hazard, could be moving forward. But in order for it to work, Asensio remains the key. So far, Pedath will not sanction his going to Chelsea. But if the desire for Hazard is great, then his view could still be changed. Uh, talking about salaries and salary demands, Mo Salah could have put a big barrier in front of any move of his to the Bernabeu. He's made it plain what he wants, 15 million per season, which hasn't gone down well in the dressing room where Ramos and Ronaldo have signaled to him, lower your expectations or you're not coming here. Uh, Perez has already put plans in place to fly to London at the end of the season to meet up with Daniel Levy of Spurs to set out the terms for a deal to sign not only Harry Kane, but according to reports, Christian Eriksen as well. And he believes that he could get the fee down to almost nothing by offering Benzema and the Croatian Madija Kovacic in exchange. Plus, of course, there is Gareth Bale there as well. Another target, Paolo Dybala, may well have been seen having dinner with Diego Simeone, but that doesn't mean that Real Madrid have conceded defeat in the chase to sign him, and they're not going to let Atletico have a stress-free time in tying up his signature either. Perez wants to set up a meeting with his agents, but Zinedine Zidane has responded by telling Perez not to get involved in any political games. Well, in a world where excess is glorified and celebrated, certainly in the football industry, it's not merely enough uh, to do one's job and make an awful lot of money doing it. So after making the Champions League final again, if Real Madrid win it, each player will receive a €600,000 bonus. And that is not all. There is the Champions League winning gift to look forward to. Usually a watch. Rolex Submariner has been mentioned this time around. Anything usually between the 20 and 30,000 pound mark. The former Real Madrid legend Raul, who is studying for his coaching badges, has been in London, spending the week watching Mauricio Pochettino at Spurs and their training methods. Raul will spend next season coaching the B youth teams. Another big topic of debate, certainly for the fans of both Real Madrid and Barcelona, is, is a Champions League worth more than a Liga and Copa del Rey double? What about Patrick Kluivert's view? He's got no doubt. Champions League is worth more than the double. It's something that is going to be argued about throughout the course of the next few weeks, providing, of course, Real Madrid go on to beat Liverpool and win the Champions League final. And Neymar, earlier in the week, had been doing all he could, it seemed, to destabilise his position at PSG. He's allegedly told them, according to the French media, if he is to stay... He wants three galactic signings, Christian Eriksen, Casemiro and Marcelo. In other words, he wants the club to actually react and sell him over the course of the summer. His behaviour over the last month has been pretty appalling and the fans would certainly love to see this saga ended and see the back of him. Uh, what he has to be careful of is that in doing what he is doing, that he doesn't put people off wanting to have him at their club. And there's more than one coach who's gone on record, and Zidane is one of those who say that any potential arrival could destabilise the dressing room. Now, the battle to sign Isco remains fraught with complications for all that want him, especially Manchester City. 
Every approach made is rebuffed with counter-offers for key city players as well. First of all, Sane. Now it's Kevin De Bruyne. City naturally have no intention of selling De Bruyne, in which case the FIFA ISCO, if they want him, is going to be between 90 and 100 million. Now, the first completed signing of the summer was made in the last few days. A young Brazilian by the name of Genilson da Roja Santos from Grêmio has arrived. Remember, Vinicius as well is going to be arriving shortly for pre-season training in late June or early July. Well, that's it for the Real Madrid podcast for this week. Don't forget to join us again next Thursday when we'll be back as we round up all of the news, rumour and speculation from around the Spanish media from the last seven days. Until then, from me, Tim Cable. Bye-bye for now.